Despite everything we are experiencing right now, um, we are back with a show full of hot topics. Uh, next, we have a big announcement that we'll be uh, announcing in our next segment. But I uh, want to thank you for tuning in. want to remind you we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course our official website, StephenIceShow.com. You can also check us out on Apple, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just go to our website, StephenIceShow.com. Hot Tops, we're breaking down everything everyone's talking about. We want you to join the conversation. So join us on Twitter and talk and chat with us while we uh, while we discuss everything. When we come back, question of the day, hot topics, and our big announcement. Right back after this. Yeah. Text you late night when you laying down. Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound I've been working all day I know you working all night I hope it's not too late Yeah, I'ma call you anyway, hoping that you're still away Yeah, I've been thinking about you every day Text you late night when you laying down Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound I've been working all day I know you working all night I hope it's not too late Yeah But I'ma call you anyway Hoping that you're still awake Yeah I've been thinking about you every day Yeah 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 Too late Too late Baby, am I too late? Yeah Baby, am I too late? Yeah. Yeah. Baby, am I too late? Am I too late? To touch you on your very place. Baby, am I too late? Can we pick another day? Can we pick another night? Hit me on a Tuesday. Too late. Every part of your body is like a premonition You give me chills and goosebumps You beauty killer, I tell her to do something Yeah Attraction for me, it's beyond sex Whole nother level for me, it's beyond next And if I'm being honest, expression affection just feels odd You call me pet names, the pumpkin, the cutie pie But this hot girl summer got me more icy I can't trust no one, it's no. not likely No, it's not likely hey. Yeah, but I'm trying Yeah, I'm trying 
Beautiful for my soul. Let's lose our minds and our clothes. It's hard to fuck with these hoes, cause no one knows what you know. Out of body experience. Love your mind and your body, you serious. Can't even say I love you back, but I got your back. My heart is cracked, so hard for me to act on it. I get this bitch my heart before you turn her back on it. XX heart eat it, she gonna snack on it. Girl turn around and let a nigga smack on it. Girl say in the past, they smoking that crack. Cause my shoulder get passenger and she gon' ride like a drive by no mask. I'm trying to fuck till you cry off your mascara I want your beauty and your beast I want the whole thing, every single last piece I don't wanna keep you home, but I don't want you to sleep alone I don't wanna eat alone, when I bring a friend along Text you late night when you laying down Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound I've been working all day I know you working all night I hope it's not too late Yeah I'ma call you anyway, hoping that you're still awake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been thinking about you every day. Text you late night when you laying down. Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound. I've been working all day. I know you're working all night. I hope it's not too late. Yeah. But I'ma call you anyway, hoping that you're still awake. Yeah. I've been thinking about you every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too late, too late. Baby, am I too late? Yeah. Baby, am I too late? Yeah, yeah. You got all this attention and them that's what they nobody they nobody right am i supposed to deal with it right i'm supposed to be loyal right i'm supposed to love you right baby i know what you'll be doing on tour you know i'll be online click clacking tip tapping with my fake press on nails i seen the pictures i ain't pulling no weaves or no tracks out for you or nobody I'ma be special too. I'ma go get me some attention out here in these streets. Kept it simple on our first date. Mm-hmm. You was mad shy with that first plate. Wait, mm-hmm. by the time the dessert came, she calling me by my birth name. Peruvian, Panamanian. Spoke French, she was raised, that's Canadian. Spend the day with him, seeing that it's more the game. Favorite artist, Drake Wayne and Tory Lane. Then we start pulling up. To rock sipping, peach clear and coconut. You know the vibes, me and baby toasting up. Rap life backstage, we was posted up. Then it moved switched, it was so abrupt. Got your boy like, yo, what up? Then tried to pull you close to me. She like, who is she supposed to be? Who? Baby girl in the leopard print. She a fan, I just love the way she represent. Look. I know you at your element. Her ass fat, but I'm loving your intelligence. Now, shorty about to go post. We rockin' Michelle, baby. Meet me in the old. On God, whatever we gotta go through. It's been you since the day I approached you. The things I'm feeling is true. From everything we've been through. 
Rising, you giving me heart attacks when getting involved with Mac. I travel across the map, so I ain't got time for this media blogger crap. In due time, soon that you'll find that I was just a stand up dude with a true grind. Driven motivation that dudes will lose minds, so I can give a damn about our numbers, so lose minds. Late night, stress the late flights, and yeah, I know the stigma with men, but I'm raised right. Getting mad, cause I'm all on the gram and I gave likes. And yeah, I thought the picture was cool and I may swipe. But that don't mean I'm looking for bail or playwright. Cause I'm more scared of dealing with you than stage right. And my mind, it rewinds my thoughts and my insights. All I know is this relationship stuff is pure hype. The things I'm feeling is true. From everything we've been through. I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about you. The things I'm feeling is true. From everything we've been through, I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about you. The things I'm feeling is true. From everything we've been through, I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about you. The things I'm feeling is true. From everything we've been through, I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about you. Hey, what's up? This is Michael K. Williams, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Miss Parker, how was your weekend? Happy Monday. It was good. How are you? I'm good. I'm going, we get, going into week seven of this quarantine. How are you holding up? I'm doing good. I, I forgot which week we're on, but um, <laughs> I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. How about you, Chicky? How's it going? It's going well. Uh... Uh, I'm still breathing, still right. above ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Now, yeah, how's how's week uh, seven going going with you for the um, quarantine? It's going good. You know, we're making it through. We're making it through. It looks like it sounds like things might be opening up here around the world in certain certain parts, I guess. So Which is uh, crazy. we're making it through. Which yeah, is crazy. It's feeling like there's a finish line somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I had, I'm doing pretty good. I just know that today was one of those days, that, and it hits me out of nowhere. I went to bed probably about one o'clock this morning. Woke up at five thirty this morning, and then went back to sleep and didn't wake up until twelve. I was supposed to be up at ten. <laughs> so um, luckily, wow. nothing nothing bad happened. But it's just my sleep habits have been back and forth. Sometimes it's fine. Then sometimes it's like wow. But anyway, right, uh, we made it through. So um, the question of the day 
is what is the last nice thing someone did for you? Miss Parker, can you think of something someone did for you that was nice? Um, yeah. So about a few days ago, I got a, a text mess a message in my um in my Instagram messenger for my mm. trainer. And so oh, I thought maybe he would just give me thought he would just give me an update on because they send out messages all the time on yeah. when videos when we posted and posted and things like that. So mm-hmm. I thought it was that. So I opened it very briefly, didn't really read it, just closed it back because I I thought it was when I realized that it wasn't a workout. I thought it was like, like a uh, a share, you know, those shared linked right messages that people pass on. Uh huh. I didn't read it until maybe like a day or so later, and. He was just telling me that he really appreciated the fact that um, not only am I keeping up my workout and posting, kind of posting every now and then, maybe once every other week, yeah. but he was telling me that he meant to tell me this, you know, earlier in the year that a lot of the the girls that I work out with at my gym have told him that I inspired them. Oh, I was wow. like, what? Yeah. Um. And so he was like, you you didn't even know that, but mm-hmm. I just want to share that with you, especially during these times to let you know that, you know, without even acknowledging or knowing it, that you are inspiring people. Yeah. And you always talk about how inspiration is by being. So I thought that was really nice. I was like, he went out of his way to that tell me nice. that. It was, yeah. it was just a really nice message. It was uh-huh. just a really nice message about how he thought that I influenced people. And then it was just out of nowhere. And right. so I really appreciated that. And I told him, I said, I appreciated you letting me know because I'm the person, I'm the type of person who let people know when they've inspired me or do anything, I'll, I'll reach out and let them know that. Yeah. Um, so that was important that he did that. I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was, it was a really kind gesture. No, seriously, because you never know who's watching you. You never know who's watching you. Um, so, yeah, that's great. That was awesome. And thank you for motivating. Because you do motivate people um, with your posts and with your, um, especially your fitness and mental health uh which we'll be highlighting soon, but thank you. Um, thank you. Chike, what's the last nice thing someone did for you? Wow. Uh, I, As of lately, like with everything that's going on, I will say, and I have to commend all the people that actually salute and, you know, praise their healthcare workers yes. uh, for being on the front line. Like the love that we are being shown mm-hmm. is, it's so abundant and um i i just have to say this it goes a lot further than what you think it does mm. and just having that support and knowing that people are really behind us in that way you know really it sets a tone and it, and it helps us get through the hard part yeah, yeah you know dealing with you know sickness and death can tear you down especially if you're dealing with it multiple times in a day it can mm-hmm. really tear your spirit down and just you know those lunches that are being sent. Um, And I'm going to take this time. I'm sorry, I'm jumping off a little bit. I want to take this time to shout out uh, the company GoPuff. GoPuff sent everyone at my hospital $25 and told them to go shop. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Think about, you know, people. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, if you want to check it out, GoPuff. I also took my picture and put it on their Instagram page. So thank you, GoPuff. Uh, 
Yeah, they 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 basically um, understand what it is that we go through with the long hours mm-hmm. and not able to just do the self care that we normally would do. Some people are spending nights at the hospital. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I personally took a, a hotel room just to be close to the the hospital, and you can't get out and do those necessary things. So the companies have been kicking in and feeding us, and you know, giving us. Uh, gift certificates for things. So I appreciate that. You know, you understand where we are and you help holding us up so we can do what we need to do. I appreciate that. That's, that's the last thing. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. I saw, um, a story where, you know, it is a lot of pressure, even if you are in the healthcare industry, there was a doctor, he was talking about how he had pronounced six people dead in one day. And you could see when he was saying it, how emotionally drained he was, you know what I mean? So it is, um, our first responders, GKU and the other doctors and nurses, nurse, nurses, and um, people that work in the grocery stores and delivery services. Yeah, we especially thank you all for for everything that you're doing. And uh, if I can add something, um, if you know someone, thank you, Chi K, for for all of you guys, everything that you're doing, including yourself, and and then coming on here every Monday and still mm-hmm. being positive and yeah. having a great attitude um, to do the show. And if you know someone who is in the healthcare business and, and is working, send them a quick text. Let them know you're thinking yeah, of them. Absolutely. Um, send them something, something um, positive and happy, and thank them. You know, just yeah. a little, a little word of encouragement yeah. can go a long way because there are people who are mentally and emotionally drained. Mm-hmm. And you know, I read about a doctor and an EMT uh, um, uh, gentleman who killed himself. Yeah. Um, yep. in the last week. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm definitely keeping them in my in my prayers. Doctors are human beings, and they experience and right. and, and no pain and emotional pain just as we do, um, and probably even more. So definitely keep them uh, in in the light. Most definitely, amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nair, what about you? Um, what was the last nice some the last nice thing something someone did for you? Speaking of uh, supermarkets and grocery stores, that's where my my. Uh, nice event happened a gentleman uh, and i were both standing in separate lines and you know uh when somebody's light lights up saying that they're back and ready to take the next customer <laughs> mm-hmm. you know the guy he was just he was just very pleasant in, in suggesting that i go ahead of him oh, um yeah. even though he he had about the same amount of things as i did you know it was just a very congested reminder that you know people are, are very considerate still yeah. people are very caring and and, and giving and also um i want to say to add to what Michelle said, the thank you to the healthcare uh, world in general, um, there's a great black-owned app called the, I think, the Bankable Celebrations. Uh, I can actually give you the link, but I actually know the person who owns this app, who created this app, and uh, it's a free app where you can actually create little greeting cards mm. or greeting notes, and you can add your voice to it and just shoot it off to anybody. You can, you know... Wow send it to a few people at a time. So I can send the link, but I think it would be a cool little way to kind of share your love with anyone that you may know in the healthcare industry or field. Um, do a little greeting card. That's all it is. You can, you can attach something more yeah. to it, but you can just send a greeting card for free and add your voice to it, you know, and just say thank you. It's, yeah, please it's, do it's share a, that. Yeah, please. please I will. I will. I will. We'll I will. Put it on the website, thestevenightshow.com, and cool. people can utilize it. Most definitely. Cool. Okay, for me, actually, it just happened. Um, I went to go check my mail and I had um, a box of cookies. <laughs> Last thing I need, but a box of box of cookies waiting for me on my um, on my front stair front door. So um, wow. from my boss. So that was nice. That was nice. Wow. 
I'm, I think I'm gonna give them away to my co- my neighbors though. They have kids because I don't need. Them. I'm trying to listen. <laughs> this got this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I don't need no more food. <laughs> but no, it was really, it was nice. It was just a nice gesture, you know. Right. But tweet us at home, uh, Stephen Nice Show, S-H-O, and let us know what's the last nice thing someone did for you. All right, so Hot Topics, coronavirus update. Um, we've reached 3 million cases um, worldwide with um, 879,000 recovered and 208,000 deaths worldwide. Here in the United States, we have 1.1 million cases with 113,000 recovered and 50, over 56,000 deaths. Um, as you know, in Georgia, we've opened up barber shops, nail salons and on Friday. And then um, and then today, rest, some restaurants and movie theaters have opened as well. They have strict um, rules, but a lot of places have decided not to open up in general. They just don't, they don't think it's, it's worth it. There's a video that went viral in Chicago where there's a house party with over a thousand, hundred people there, um, and the and the mayor has um, vowed to um, take action against the person that was involved, people that were involved. Also, um, in um, California, beaches um, were open and people were not social distancing, um, and that mayor and governor as well has said they're going to take action um, so that doesn't continue to happen. There was a survivor, and I saw this video over the weekend because they were showing um, Piedmont Park here in Atlanta that a lot of people are there at some cookout. And I, I was looking at the video, and I said, hold on, I, know, I don't know the person, but I've seen the person before. And they had made a post on uh, Facebook maybe a month ago talking about their, um, you know, their battle with the coronavirus, and, and they were given, um, you know, weekly updates, and they were in the video. No mask on, side by side with other people. And so I guess they were called out. The guy was called out and he made a video apologizing for it. Um, he was he was saying that, you know, after experience that near life, near death experience, you know, you're not always thinking right and all that. But he's gotten a lot of backlash with that. Also, Trump um, <laughs> last week, late last week, he suggested that um, injecting yourself with disinfectant would cure you from the coronavirus which the next day he said he was just joking so uh, after backlash so with everything that we've seen over the last week and weekend miss parker what are your thoughts at this point on coronavirus um i have a few a few points um to hit i think with a gentleman who went out um who went out after he had corona there is a miss i don't know if it's a misunderstanding if it's true or not but a friend of mine who recovered from Corona, and I'm not saying that the gatherings that are happening are, let me just start, let me back up. Okay. I'm very proud of a lot of these businesses for not opening, even though they they can open. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day after he announced that businesses could open, he also sent out a list of, of regulations and rules as to yeah. how they can open. Right. I think after the businesses read those, which is really dumb, you can only, you have to sit people six feet apart. When they're waiting in line, they have to wait outside the door. If they're at the restaurant eating, everyone, including the waitress, have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. It's just it's not. It's, if you have to do all those things on the list to go out to eat, you might right. as well stay at home and eat. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's just 
So I think the businesses, after they read that, realized, well, that's not an experience. Because mm-hmm. going out to eat, you go out to eat because of the experience. Right, right. So I am very proud of a lot of the businesses that are on that list that can open and have not opened. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the, like, the gym. The gym, uh, yeah. I ran this, uh, this mm-hmm. afternoon, the gym wasn't open. Yeah. Um, they, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that these businesses, regardless of how much money they're losing or not losing, are being responsible. Mm-hmm. A lot of the gatherings that are taking places are taking places in public places, yeah. Uh, yeah. at parks and beaches, and people homes. Yeah. Um, their gatherings are put on by private citizens. So I think we got to be mindful of that. You know that regardless of what the governor says, the businesses are doing their part, but individuals yeah. are not. Most definitely. Um, with that being said, I ran this at the, on Saturday afternoon at um, Chastain Park. And it's not just black people. That park was packed. Yeah. With and yep. Chastain is not it's not a black park. It's right. in a white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mostly wow. white people that go there. Um, it was packed. They were picnicking because the the park is also a golf course. So they actually picnicked on a golf course. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing about white about the the white citizens of Georgia that I saw doing that. They were with their family and they were spacious. Mm. Um, but the whole golf course was packed with people. Yeah. Um. And, um, you know, I think however, you know, compared to what I saw at Piedmont, Piedmont was just completely irresponsible. Oh, yeah. I think if you are going to be there at the park, which I was, being mindful of how close you are to people, like, because the park was so packed, I had to I had to run off the trail because mm. I didn't want to run so close to people. Um, so you got to, people got to be mindful of how they interact, even being outside. Yeah. Um. With that, with the gentleman that you were talking about who was at Piedmont Park, Piedmont Park was just a mess this weekend. Um, the gentleman you were talking about, I have a friend who recovered from COVID, COVID-19. He was told that because he's recovered, he can't get it again. Right. He's been asked to come in and get blood. Yeah. Um, donate blood to, for people who are suffering from it because somehow, because he has recovered, his blood is like a required, not required, but a... Uh, yeah, they're seeking people. To treat other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To find a vaccine. So that gentleman may have been may have been given the same message. Um, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but he may have been given that same message. Regardless, he he's already um, hopefully he's learned from his mistake and will be more responsible moving forward. I just don't understand the need to go out and, and, and party and do things. It, to me, it's just outside. It's always going to be there. We're always going to have time to do these things. You can't enjoy any of that if you're not here. Right. At the exactly. end of it. Exactly. Um, so I think that's just my takeaway from it. I think, you know, uh, people have to make their own individual. And this is what I posted. It's an individual responsibility for you to be responsible for yourself and your family. Mm-hmm. Yep. The government can tell you everything they want to tell you, close down, whatever. If you're determined to go out there and get sick, you will. Right. And I mean, so, if, if you think about, um, well, even Trump telling people to inject themselves, and people in New York did that. <laughs> Some of them did inject themselves. Yeah. You know, it can kill you. You know what I mean? So we can't always right. listen to the government. I mean, obviously the officials, um, the health officials, we want to listen to them, but you really have to, like you said, be mindful and do your research and do what's best for you. You know what I mean? So I agree with you on that. What about you, Chuka, a healthcare worker? What What are your thoughts on this whole coronavirus? What we stand today? Uh, wow. So, I don't agree with the opening of the businesses. Um, I understand the the economy does have to 
get kicked back in at some point in time, but they were talking about um, here in Pennsylvania not necessarily opening up, but when it does come back to opening things up, it's going to have to happen in stages. So they're talking about doing something called curbside service. So stores can actually open, but they only can do business to the curb. So like mm -hmm. you pull up in your car and they'll come out and they'll service you or however that's supposed to work. So I'm, I'm, I had this conversation earlier today at work and we were talking about one of the busiest streets in downtown Philadelphia is Walnut Street, which has a lot of shops on it. And if they open things back up and you're doing the curbside service with a street like Walnut Street, how does that work? Because I don't understand how you can do curbside service on one of the busiest streets in the city yeah. where cars actually pull up. So I, they're just making quick suggestions, and I think this is country-wide. They're making suggestions based off of trying to get the money flowing again, but they're not completely thinking it through. Right. Um, and it, that's not even just the whole um, medical aspect of it. This is like a, a whole facility aspect of it. Like how do you maneuver in that capacity when we're not geared for that? That's not how we were designed. Yeah. Um, there was a, a woman on the news, she was speaking of her business uh, being um, a business where she can't do curbside business. She's not going to be able to survive paying the lease that she needed to pay by doing curbside business. Her business is built off of people actually coming into her space. Mm -hmm. How do you upsell? How do you um, have salesman tactics from the curb? Right. How do you get people to, to, to experience other merchandise that you may have from the curb? So it's basically people ordering from stuff that they know or maybe their online presence has to be better than what it is. But I still don't see that. Some people really are into the shopping experience. Some people actually physically need to be inside of a facility in order for them to feel like going in their pockets and spending their money. So I don't understand how this is going to work. I think that everything is so premature, and um, I think they're jumping the gun. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, it was interesting. Like someone sent me a post today, actually, like before we start recording the show, and, um, you know, the governor has started to open up places here in Atlanta. And so someone emailed, when we open up the governor's mansion so we can do a tour. And they got the response. <laughs> they got the response that the nation's going through a pandemic and the mansion will be closed so for safety purposes going forward. And why are you going to open everything else up? <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> Naya, what are your thoughts? I, uh, this man. I, I hope everyone is a lot wiser than uh, this, this taking this advice, like you said, just the way it is. It, injecting right. yourself with disinfectant. You know, mm -hmm. I hope people are just a little a little bit more conscious than that and say, uh, you got to do what's best for you and your family. You know, I don't understand what the rush is. I don't understand why people just have to get out there and just be around people mm -hmm. in such close quarters and such, you know, trying times. I love going to the movie theater. Yeah. I love the movie experience. So that's been something that I've, I've, I've been missing. But, but I ain't going to no movie theater right. no time soon. Right. You know, I, I'm not. It, there's more at stake. Uh, even even if it's just me that gets sick, 
uh, that's too much for me, you know. But I'm thinking about other people that I have to be around and, you know, family members and just all sorts of things. I don't know why people just can't. I get it. I think everyone's hard in their right place. People want to get out and yeah, businesses, yeah. Uh, you know, the government wants to get businesses up and going. I get it. But there probably are other options that can contribute. There are many other options that can help, not fix everything, but definitely soothe or help during the times that we're going through. Um, not many people expected to ever see a pandemic in their life. I know I never did, mm -hmm. but uh, I hope this is uh, an experience or a moment in time that allows everyone to come out much wiser with their business models, with their uh, savings, with just many other mm -hmm. precautions that we might be able to, to you know, put into perspective because of this. So what do you think? Yeah, most definitely, you know, the thing is that these states, is 19 states have opened up, and they're not even following, because there's no state that has that has followed or is in line with the White House guidelines. And the guidelines are mm. you have to have 14 days with no new cases, and no state has, has reported it. And so the fact that they're open to these things, I think, is irresponsible, and I think that it's, it's deadly. And, you know, I, I had to tell somebody who commented on my page, um... You know, it doesn't bother you until it affects you. You know what I mean? Until you're in right. your mm -hmm. family or someone. Very true. Know. And I have a friend who lost his best friend and his uncle in the same weekend because of the coronavirus. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. And so um, and, oh it's, 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 I think it's just irresponsible. And I think that we have to do better, especially, well, not just especially us, but we have to do better as a people and not being, right. not just do, going out doing what we want to do. I know we're all tired of being in the house. I know that. But like I was, it really hit me Saturday. I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not going nowhere. Right. You know, going to grocery right. store for me causes anxiety. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I have my mask and I have my Perel in the car, but it, it's still. I'm sorry. I'm ahead. sorry. I was going to ask a question. Isn't it true that the states that opened up are all Republican states? Probably so. Probably so. Yeah, but even Trump even said he, he, in a press conference, it was either Thursday or Friday, that he doesn't agree with Georgia opening up. He said, but of mm. course, it's, a, it's up to the governor, but he said he doesn't agree with it. I find it really ironic. I'm sorry, Naya. I find it really <laughs> ironic that, that people, before all this, people would bury themselves into their uh, electronic devices being separate right. and not being social at all, now right. all of a sudden you're told to be separate, right. and now you have a problem with it. That right. uh, That's right. very ironic to me. It, it Always, always. And here's my barometer, too. China, I think I saw this somewhere recently. China is even apparently just reporting that they are on their 10th day only. But China we're talking about a window day, fourteen day window period. Yeah, they do live, but what I what I, what I think what I'm saying is to the fact that they're reporting they're on their tenth day only yeah, that yeah. they've reported no deaths. They could be lying, but mm -hmm. ten days, like that's a big victory. And they still ain't opened nothing up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yep. saying why would people think that it's okay here? Right. Like I, I I'm like, yeah, I got cabin fever too. Right. Even though I mostly work from a computer, I still get cabin fever. But my, my going out is I'm going to take a ride in the car. Or yeah. I'm, I'm not so – I don't get so, so anxiety-ridden to go into Walmart or Target. Those are my – that's how I will get out, you know, mm -hmm. or a supermarket. So I'll get out. I'll look at some things. I'll do what I got to do. Or I'll get some fresh air like Michelle does, you know, running and things. But 
I don't got to be out at a party. Right. Exactly. You know, that's just crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. And those images were horrific yeah, of that party. Yeah, they were horrific. They were so close. And oh they were so gosh. close. They looked like one person was kissing. It's like, you. I know half of them people got kids. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's beyond selfish to just go to, you know, for you. But right. some of y'all going back home to get your kids or to mm -hmm. be around your kids probably. Mm -hmm. You know, that's crazy. You know, um, what's his name um, on CNN that had it? Andrew, no, and, who's the, the governor's brother? Cuomo. 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 Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris Cuomo. Yeah. yeah, Chris Cuomo. I love Chris Cuomo. His wife caught it, and and now their 14-year-old son has caught it. And the mom feels yep. horrible because she gave it to him. And, you know, no parent wants yep. to do that. And so it's just like, people got to be smart. I'm sorry. And, and you know, again, they're all in the same house. It's not like she was partying and acting crazy, but... You know, it, that's how real it can happen. It can be passed to your child. It can be passed to your your spouse. You know, a loved one. So, mm. anyway, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a few more hot topics and a big announcement. Right back after this. We in this like we're all over our sweethearts. Self-discovery lesson learned. We on our outfit, Chichcock. East Coast hard, West Coast hard. Rest the beats too pop. Poetic hip hop, round and round we go. Life psycho, TikTok. It's me, someone an anomaly. First degree of hip hop, hypocrisy. Never fit in what you motherfucking label me. As I sit back and watch, never interject. Money in the bank with the ill concept. Vision is clear, never gets complex. Chilling on the scene like Peace Hotel. What up? For the 1800 and Vanilla Coke. Sit back and chill, maybe even smoke. Summertime lounging, good to go. Chilling at the beach, that's how we roll. I'm making sexy, baby. Make it sexy, make it super fly. I'm making sexy, baby. Make it sexy, make it fly. I'm making sexy, baby. Make it sexy, make it super fly. Making sexy, baby. Make it In the cut with the cold chillers, twisted on the sun, propaganda for fun, run for us, run dream builders, fly establishment clean with fresh kicks, good even sunbathing where the money went, Harlem bars, Harley stars, two twisted Uber cars, stripper poles, diamond gold, church basket, tied and hold, private gyms, a salty ribs, exclusive diamond, four friends, purple label, more stable, light coach, now you're able, camera tents, star stems, freaky hints, but yo, where the money, where the make a sexy baby, With heel dealers, lounging in the cut with the big willers, rocking clean whips and fresh kicks, hauling bars, holly stars, twisted Uber cars. Car ride by with the booming system, throwback by with a good detention. Lover who you are, don't be scared to mention. Chillin' with my beats, no ill pretension. Catch the waves, that's a day, Sundays, fun days, five days, payday, make money any day. Whatever you do, love it and be free. And remember, I'm making sexy, baby. Make it 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 sexy, baby.
Hey, yo, peace world. It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Keep it locked right here. Love life. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephenknightshow.com. We do have a very big announcement. We're very excited that starting May 4th, you're going to be able to see us while we have these discussions. Um, we're going to be going to video. Um, but more on that in the next week. But um, we have some new segments coming out. We have some really good things going on. So um, stay tuned for that. All right. Yeah. I'm excited. Very excited. All right. So let's get to some hot topics. Um, Kanye West, um, if you haven't heard, he has hit the billionaire club. Um, but apparently he, he was rubbed the wrong way by uh, Forbes. So um, according to CNN, Kanye, the publication, uh, Forbes said that he had earnings of $1.3 billion. But he sent a uh, <laughs> a message to Forbes letting them know it's $3.3 billion since no one at Forbes knows how to count. Um, earlier this week, oh yeah. So what are your thoughts on uh, Kanye West hitting the Billionaires Club? Which which surpasses him as the you know the the highest earning uh, rapper. What are your thoughts on that, Miss Parker? Um, I I'm not surprised mm. that he would behave that way. Yeah, yeah. He says no one knows how to count. <laughs> okay, GK. Uh, just congratulations. I mean, yay, Kanye. Right, yay, Kanye. <laughs> Oh my God! Am I the only one that is happy about this? <laughs> I'm happy for him, but I mean, I like, I, I like, I like Kanye. I know, I know, I know. He is, he is wild, but I really I like wild. Kanye, and I am super. Yeah, he's beyond. I'm super happy for him. I really am. Mm-hmm. If it's accurate and true, you know, uh, I really am happy for this guy, man. But, Genuinely, yeah. I mean, look, I'm happy for him. I, no, but I just it, think, it, it, go ahead. I was just gonna say that I don't have anything against Kanye himself. This is just that type of personality for me. Period. Yeah. I have a problem with people who are abundantly blessed who do not humble themselves. Exactly. I have a problem with that, and I cannot gravitate toward that type of energy. It turns me off. Because so, okay, do you think his? Do you think his? I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Oh, do you think Chike his bipolar diagnosis has anything to do with his personality? Probably so. And I'm going to put behind that I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> he, <laughs> he So so he he could have the mental illness, Who's right? Who's that same? <laughs> Michelle Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is this what I'm about to go into explains um not so much him but me. Mm-hmm. Once I get turned off, I'm turned off. Mm-hmm. And being an artist, I have a personal revering for other artists. And I do not have that for Kanye. It started out that way in the beginning because he, I find him to be an awesome artist. But I also find him to be pompous, egregious, rude, <laughs> disrespectful, yep. all of those things that I despise in a human being. So... Anything that I've ever liked him for, he lost me, and I have a bad taste in my mouth for him. So, wow. the human, the human, I think, the, she go ahead. I'm sorry. Right, 
sorry. I mean, I think you and I had the right the right idea first. Congratulations, good for him. Keep it moving. Exactly. Because exactly. Think, I think a lot of times people think that if you don't like someone or if someone's spirit doesn't align with yours, you have to bash them. I'm very mindful of that, and that's why I was yeah. on. You know, everything you said, I agree with, but yeah, we don't have to have an opinion about him or about you know. No, no, him. not at all. It's ended with with uh with uh what's the girl's name? Tiffany Haddish. People be going in on her, and I get it. But you you can choose not to like someone and just keep it moving. You don't have to bash. And I think for us, especially in our culture, I'm always proud when a black person does well. Mm-hmm. You know, I never want to come across as bashing another black person for making money because it's hard out here for us, okay? So it doesn't come easy. Mm-hmm. So mental illness or not, the man is crazy. I can't. His personality doesn't doesn't in my spirit that it's uncomfortable. But good for him. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I'm really, I, I'm really. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm really, I'm really, I really am happy for him though, I, uh, because I, I've seen Kanye through his art, his art and his his initiative, his program. He he does really try to. I know he's a little bit off, but he tries to balance it out with his efforts in providing opportunities for other creatives, and especially, believe it or not, for other black creatives. Even though he's married outside, um, he does try to provide. And I know a lot of people who can speak to that. Um, so that's what I like about it. That's what I truly appreciate about him. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that he'll use his resources to continue to grow opportunities for other creatives and other black creators as well. Yeah. With him, it's just like every time he does something that I like, he does something I can't stand. And the fact that he's a Trump supporter, that is something I can't stand. <laughs> but, um, but the fact that he, you know, the four, say a four mag- magazine got it wrong, his earnings. There is a better way to say, actually, I made 3.3 than since nobody at Forbes can count. <laughs> There's a better way of saying that, but that's Kanye. So, exactly. All right, so, so, next subject. So, as we know, uh, Georgia um, was near the center of a national uh, controversy when uh, Governor Brian Kemp surprisingly announced plans to gradually open the state despite um, the mayor, our mayor, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, being unaware and disapproving of his plans. Well, now Tyler, Pan, Tyler Perry excuse me, is caught somewhere in the middle. So apparently he's trying to reopen his studio, um, which you know is massive, but he's doing it slowly. He said he's not in a rush to do it, but he wants to do it. So he wants to test all of the cast members and the crew that work there. And then if you test negative, then you will stay on the campus. Apparently he has over 70 apartments on, the, on, the, on his campus, uh, his studio. And they would stay there and they would work and he would pay you extra for doing so. If you were a, one of those workers, the actor or the crew member, would you feel comfortable going back to work uh, under these new guidelines? Ms. Parker. Yes, I would. Tyler Perry paying for me to stay on, out there and he's testing everyone. That's why the safest place to be. That is true. You know, everybody's negative. You know that for a fact. Yes, I would. I would line up, pack my bags, and go. Well, the only problem is with the testing is you can test negative today, and then two days later test positive. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But what about That's you, Chica? Uh, Tyler Perry's doing more for his people than some of the healthcare facilities are doing for theirs. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'd definitely be there. Um, but I mean that that's that's a very um. That's a very bold move because, you know, me being connected to the film industry, you know, we do movie reviews here. 
where does the movie and the film industry go from here? Because in order for you to act and to replicate life in that fashion, you have to be intimate. You have to be close. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Chike? I mean, uh, Naya, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm also thinking that's a good move. I mean, I'd probably be there as well. Um, he's another one that I'm really, I'm really hopeful about continuing to use his resources to, he's done nothing but support and help our community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing but of create of creators and otherwise. So uh, I, I'm definitely I probably will be on board as well. I think anytime someone's not he's not trying to do business as usual, we have to find different ways, strategic ways to get back to some kind of normalcy. And I think that's what right. He's trying exactly. to do. And, and, and right. if anyone has ever seen uh, Black AF on Netflix mm-hmm. and you see the Tyler Perry portion, that oh, explains yes. what he's doing completely. Yes. Yeah, uh, we were talking about this on uh, movie reviews last week. Um, Todd Perry has a cameo on Black AF, and I was shocked. I saw Todd Perry where I never saw him before. <laughs> but he explained his the way he has created his brand, and that he does not care what people say. He does not care what the uh, Oscars say, or if he gets an Oscar award or nomination. He doesn't care about that. He cares about doing make doing his message his way, and obviously it's worked for him. So, um, yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about black. We'll say, we'll say he's unapologetically black. Yeah, he is. I mean, that scene, I was like, wow. I know Tom Perry sent me F bombs in his life. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I never saw that sound of Tom Perry. All right. So, um, real quick. So, Netflix had the series Love is Blind, which um, is when singles commit to relationships and marriages before actually seeing um, the object of their affection in person. One of the stars, Diamond, um, if, if you remember real briefly, she, her and this guy, uh, Carlton Morton, they chose each other and then they met in person. And so after they're in this house um, and they decided they they propose and they said they will, they'll do, that's when they go on to see if they really will get married. So they were sent to some island, I can't remember which one, and he had a secret. So he finally built up the nerve to tell her that he was bisexual. And she didn't go off on him. She didn't. She was just shocked. And she said that she just needed some time to process it. And he went off on her. Went completely off on her. And um, so they obviously didn't work out. And so she was asked, the shade room interviewed her. And she was asked, where do they stand now? Uh, You know, are they cool or whatever? And she said that he has shown himself, because they had a reunion show as well. And he went off on a reunion show as well. And and she said that she's seen his character and and, and she knows it's best that they just don't have any kind of contact together. Then they asked her, would she be on season two? Would she be interested in being on season two? And she said, no, because the whole premise is that um, you're not supposed to know the person. You're not supposed to know what the person looks like or anything. And she felt like her story's already been out there. People know what she looks like. So she said in order for her to be on there again, it would have to be a different premise. So what are your thoughts on, um, first First of all, Miss Parker, what are your thoughts on the show? Could you be on a show like that where you, I know you watch um, shows like that. Would you be willing to be on a show like that where you don't get to see the person or know what they look like um, before accepting their proposal? I think for me, it's not a question whether or not I would be on a show like that. I've been obsessed with arranged marriages mm-hmm. um, since I, probably since I was a kid or the concept of it has been always intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, as I grew older, older the, the reason it became more of an interest and, the, and more of a topic, I've seen every documentary on arranged marriages. It's mm-hmm. just it's intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, so not just reality shows. And the first reality show to, to kind of uh, marry that concept of 
arranged marriages was uh, Love at First Sight. It yeah. has been on for almost nine seasons yeah. now. Actually, no, they're going on there in every season. Okay. Um, and so I started watching that, and then there, and because that show was successful to a point, to a, excuse me, to a certain to a certain degree, other shows started coming out that kind of mirrored the same idea. So when Love is Blind was put and popped up on my Netflix, I was like, nah, because they copied my other show. I'm not going to watch that. Mm-hmm. But when I finally did watch it, um, I enjoyed the concept of it. It was a, it was a different from Married at First Sight, different twist to it. Um, I, I don't know how fair it was for them to have a bisexual person on, but I think it was a, an experimental thing. They wanted to kind of see how someone would – react to it. And I think for me, the reason I've always been intrigued by arranged marriages or situations like that is because as an adult, I've always had this question of is love a choice or a feeling? And as I grew and and healed and and grew into a person um, that is in a better emotional and mental state, I know that it's both, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's what these shows kind of uh, poke at, you know, whether or not love is a feeling or if it's just, or is it a, or is it a, a learned thing. Do you learn to love somebody or do you love them, you know, uh, um, just from, you know, physical appearances? Either way, um, I did see the show. Um, Carson was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. They should have done a better job as far as um, probably thinking that one through. I agree with her. The whole show is about not, not knowing who you are, so her going on there would, wouldn't be a sensible thing. Um, he wants to now, go back on. he wants to go back on there. Interview. He wants to be on season two. Yeah, he did an interview with TMZ. He just want to be on TV. That's what it is. Um, yeah, he's want to be on TV. He's a person who, who he wants to be on TV. Someone tagged me in one of his pictures. He put His birthday was, like, I guess, earlier in April. Mm-hmm. And uh, my girlfriend and I were talking about him. We actually saw him at the brunch festival. So she tagged me. It was like, I was so disgusted with him. She tagged me in, in his birthday photos, which was extra as well. And... When I went on his page, all he's been doing is posting pictures of diamonds, saying what? how sorry he is, his wife and ex-wife. Yes, all he does is he posts her at least once a week, and trying to get her attention and publicly apologize. She said she she, she recognizes his apology, his, but she said she had none for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's doing too much on his page. Yeah. Every Wednesday, she's his she's his YCY oh, and all this. Like calm down, you know. But um, the show is intriguing. That those are my those type of shows are my guilty pleasures just because I'm so intrigued by how people meet and why they fall in love. And some of those shows actually work out. And some mm. people actually work out. Like, like for example, Married at First Sight, we've, they've had at least seven couples that are still together and then five babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the show's yeah. been on for like five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, that's my take on it. Yeah. What about you, Chike? Could you be on a show like that? So, before I answer that, I have to ask Ms. Parker a question. So, Ms. Parker, you you connect those shows to arranged marriages? Yeah, I do. Because arranged marriages is a cultural thing, right? And how mm-hmm. how we how we think of arranged marriages, I know what the question you're asking. How you and I would think of arranged marriages is different because in those cultures they do it that way. But we have to figure out a way to make sense for our culture. The reason arranged marriage, the concept of arranged marriages, is so foreign to U.S. to Americans is because. In our culture, the idea of your parents going out there and it being a, a generational thing is so far-fetched. So the, the producers came up with a way that the concept is the same. You don't know the person. Um, but the, the way we, they go about doing it relates to us. We're able to, we're, you know, we, we like reality show. We're able to, we know about blind dates. You know I mean, they make it relatable 
to the culture which they're selling the show to. I mean, I get that, but the only thing, because I've known, I know some people that have been in arranged marriage, and it's due through their families, and the only, the difference, the big difference from it being a produced show in versus, you know, your family is that your partner or your future partner is being vetted by people that love you and care about you and is looking for the well-being of you and the future of your family as opposed to producers putting people together to try to get ratings and my maybe not necessarily caring about the end result so much. But, you know, a, a, a real arranged marriage, as far as your family is concerned, they're looking for the betterment of two families and, and the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. So I don't I know. I think that's what the cultural thing comes in for me. I think you're, I mean, I do agree with you. Their, their, um, their purpose and, and the end result is different, right? But the whole yeah. idea of the unknown, not knowing the person beforehand, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of the same, the same idea. So to answer your question, Stephen, could I be on a show like that? Knowing what I was stepping into, I'm not into blind dates or anything like that, but to be on a show and you're going you're gonna to give me a paycheck to appear on TV <laughs> to act this out for you, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Nair? Yeah, could I be on a show like that? Yeah, I think it would be fun. I think it would be really fun. And it, it, it'd be interesting for me to to um, find out, you know, how I would, you know, navigate through an experience like that. How am I choosing people? And, and it's funny that Ms. Parker was talking about that because I was just speaking about this about uh, sometime this past week with someone else, and we were talking about, this idea of love and how we're kind of like socialized into what it may be and conditioned into the, the, our understanding of it until we really take a look at it on our own and say, you know, how, how do we, what is love and how do we decide that? Because when you look up that term and on Google, have you guys ever done that? What, what is love? No. Just look up the term, the definition Just love. of love. And, yeah, mm. you will see hundreds of thousands of millions of ideas yeah. of people's ideas. Of you know, course. of course there are. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, and I, and I like your answer, Ms. Parker, it's a balance, you know, uh, what, no matter what you put into that mix, it's a balance in my opinion um, for whoever that is. And uh, I would, I would be curious to see how I navigate through a process without being able to, I guess, see someone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't see. Yeah. And how, and how, and how I choose them. I also I I feel like I'm always follow. What's the time, Miss Parker? Pisces. She's a Pisces. Pisces at the same yeah. time, ain't y'all? Yeah, we're both Pisces. That's why I get it. Yeah, I feel like y'all be saying a lot of the same things. But uh, the truth is, I've also been very intrigued in arranged marriages and you know those kind of situations and kind of uh, trying to figure out how that looks, how that works, and. You know, it's just something that's always been an interest of mine as well, especially because it's a part, it's a popular part of my uh, religious system. You mm-hmm. know, it's a popular yeah. part. That's true. So I've always, I've always been intrigued by that. So interesting. But yeah, I oh, definitely let me add something really quick, guys, if I can. Uh-huh. So Stephen, uh, you know the the Mary First Sight uh, show that I watch, right? It's because it's in the tenth season, going on the eleventh season. You can definitely tell, and I think Chico got a kick out of this. You can definitely tell that some of the couples know early on this not going to work. Yeah, and you can tell they're holding on for dear life to get that check. But you can see that in their contract. They have to in their contract that 
you know, you don't get paid the full amount if you don't make it to the reunion show. You can tell they're holding yeah. on for dear life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know the, the wow. two black couple that was on last season, they knew it wasn't going to work. You, you, <laughs> they were trying everything they could to make it, make it through their six weeks check. to make it that check. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, it was. I watched Love Is Blind, um, and most couples that stayed together. And I've never seen that show, by the way. Yeah, most of the couples that stayed together didn't surprise me. Um, there the 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 breakout couple, I think, is the interracial couple, and and I can't think of their names. But um, she had never dated a white guy, and he, but he, but he had dated black girls before, but he, had, she had never dated a white guy. But she was just open, and she knew there'd be some differences and whatnot. But they're together. I mean, they've been on a bunch of shows together, and they they're a team. You can tell it. But um, some couples mm-hmm. I knew won't go work. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and oh, and and Carlton, by the way, he was also on Housewives Atlanta working for uh, I think Cynthia, and got into it with Kenya Moore. So I think he just wants attention. You know what I mean? Especially after what he went through <laughs> on this season, and then now wants to go back on second season. I think that's I think that yeah, he's attention whore. All right, so our last yeah. topic, um, and really just shout out to um, Happy Freedom Day to all of South Africa. The holiday not only celebrates South Africa's freedom, but it also commemorates the first post-apartheid election that took place back in 1994. South Africa's president spoke about the holiday and said, the promise we made on the, on the 27th of April, 1994, can no longer be deferred. We must make real and make real the right of our people our health care, food, shelter, water, social security, and land. So happy 26 years of freedom and democracy to South Africa. Ms. Parker, Nair, thank you so much for joining us for Hot Topics. Can't wait to see y'all on our next show. And uh, Chica, I'll Absolutely. see you in the news. All right, have a good night, guys. All right. Yeah, have a good, have a good night. Thank you so much. All right, right back after this. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, 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 do you know do it like this? Who you know do it like that? Got two sticks in the whip. Got your bitch in the back. Do you know do it like this? Who you know? Do you know do it like that? Old school Porsche, your main bitch in it. She in it. Bando jumping like I hop. Ain't no top five, my name ain't on it. I'm on it. You niggas gassed up, why not stop? Shorty fat, now I hit that before the transfer. I did. I hit the bottle girls and the dancers. Ruby A nigga, I'm the answer. Fuck them cameras. Who won't smoke, catch this cancer? I need a bat, fuck a minimum wage. Let her run up the tab when we went on a date. You know later that night I'm a Nut on the face, you know I'm on a bonnet. Who might be the case? We still running the marathon. Who you gonna race? I just pretending to save. You out here wearing the cake. Tequila shots out of the vase. Yeah, 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 do you know do it like this? Who you know do it like that? Got two sticks in the whip. Got your bitch in the back. I got her. Do you know do it like this? Who you know? Do you know do it like that? She know I'm rich, tryna hop on a ride. Gotta keep it a thousand, no reason to lie. Peanut butter, breath, and the leaf, I'm in the sky. She said she don't smoke, I knew that was a lie. She rolled up a bill for a line. She said deeper, I ain't for a spine. Got a visa, she loving the states. Look up at me, I'm the stars on the race. We fuck on the wake up, I fucked up a makeup. We both want the same thing, we try and get our cake up. I fuck around, crypto down for a penny. Dang. Woo. Dang. Woo. Dang. I gotta blame that on a henny. Old 
school porch with your main bitch in it. She in it. Bando jumping like I hop. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Who you know do it like this? Who you know do it like that? Who you know do it like this? Who you know do it like that? Got two sticks in the whip. Got your bitch in the back. Who you know do it like this? Who you know do it like that?
fire burn underneath my skin And it's every touch how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life And as I'm falling down I feel you lift me up underneath your wings And it's every touch how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life I feel your fire burn underneath my skin and it's every touch how you take my love and bring it back to life you bring it back to This is Janera, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Adam, week seven of quarantine. How's it going, you and the missus? It's going well. You know, we, uh, we, the weather's still kind of chilly up here, and I'm sure Chige can agree. But, uh, yeah, we're still not getting, like, the, the nice weather that I'm expecting in April. But it wasn't that bad on Saturday. So mm-hmm. we did we did go out, and we did some grocery shopping, and yeah. uh, kind of did a – DC's doing this like shop small DC kind of okay. thing, small business Saturday. So, you know, we shopped around and stuff like that, but uh, you know, we're ready. We're ready. Just like you in Georgia to go to our bowling alleys and tattoo parlor and, <laughs> right. you, you know, the usual. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Exactly. The six, but six we've got foot social massages. Distance while we, do it. we got social distance while we do it. <laughs> I don't know how exactly. Right. Right. No, me neither. <laughs> uh, but how about you? I'm, you know, I'm hanging in there. I'm not participating in that. And, and thankfully, a lot of businesses aren't doing that. Our, my gym sent an yeah. email, I mean, sent a text after the governor announced that they'd be opening the last Friday. And they said they're, how they're excited and, you know, all that. But then they sent an email saying they decided to wait. So I'm glad. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. And the thing is, they, yeah, want you, yeah. they want you to wear a mask. You know, I can barely breathe in the mask when I'm grocery shopping. I can't imagine working out with a mask on. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we had a lady. We had a lady in New Jersey pass out in her car. Yeah. From wearing a mask, I hyperventilating. Yep. I sweat. Oh I'm my really, god. Literally Jeez. sweating. I, I said, I think they think I have the coronavirus. I was sweating so bad one day with that mask on. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, and you know it's so funny. I don't know about uh, uh, you guys, but we even we're already having the the guy on the corner selling the masks out of the oh, bags, yeah. you know. Instead of the oh, wow. uh, clone samples, we have the uh, we have the mask guys, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like different sports teams and stuff like that. And uh-huh. Like, yeah, so yeah, they're trying to make. Money. I don't know how good they are and if they actually were were breathable, but right. uh, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. I'm just ready for this all to be over. But everyone, stay safe, wash your hands, and follow the health officials, not the president. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you two take it over with movie reviews. Sure thing. So I'll uh, kick it off. Uh, I did a Netflix double feature this uh, past week, and the first movie I saw was The King, and this one was actually released in October of last year, and it's a Netflix film that follows a couple of William Shakespeare's plays based on King Henry V, and it stars Timothy Chalamet and Robert Pattinson and Joel Edgerton, and it's 
an interesting movie. I, I actually, I did like it, and I'll, I'll give a little backstory. I actually started the movie expecting I would fall asleep because I saw the trailer, and it kind of looked like a little slow moving, but it basically is Shakespeare's telling of the rise of Henry V of England. But uh, I actually, I enjoyed it. The performances were really good. The story was was good. It's, again, not based on totally true sto- events, but there was obviously a Henry V. Uh, but the way it was shot and the way it was composed actually kept me entertained throughout the whole process. So if you're looking for something a little different, I will say it is kind of a drama and there are some slow parts to it, then... Uh, check it out. It's on Netflix, so you know there's no additional cost if you have a Netflix account. The other movie I saw, which just came out this weekend, is called Extraction. And this one is a movie with, um, sorry, Chris Hemsworth. I always get the Hemsworth confused. Chris Hemsworth, and he stars as an Australian kind of like special forces guy that's going in for one more mission to extract this kid, this Indian kid who was kidnapped by a rival gang in Bangladesh. And he has to go in and take the kid. And of course, along the way, something goes wrong. So it is, again, a Netflix movie that fills their kind of action generic movie role. And overall, it was... I wanted to like the movie. I, I knew what I was seeing when I was getting into it. You know, it's, again, a generic action movie. You're going to watch a lot of cool scenes and stuff like that. Overall, I was kind of disappointed. The action, while fine, did feel a little bit like you were watching someone play Call of Duty or you were playing a Call of Duty mission, if that makes sense. You go in and you watch the guy do all his things, and then, of course, a big tank rolls up, and he has to fight the tank, and then something happens, and this and that. So it kind of left me wanting a little more. Uh, I will say this, though. If you're looking for a a fun action movie that doesn't really do much than that, you don't really have to follow the story, you don't have to follow the dialogue, none of that's good, then definitely check out Extraction. And uh, like I said, with The King, it's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, you're good to go. Yeah, I saw The King. That That was really good. With Extraction? Yeah, I heard. I heard nothing but good thing. I was I was gonna watch it yesterday. I didn't get a chance to, but I was gonna watch it. You know, this week. That's on my list. But everyone was saying how great. Can it is. I? Can I? Well, can I just drop it, something? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. So, Stephen, movies like that, when people say that they are good, nine times out of ten is that they're gravitating toward the action, and the action is good to them. It's not necessarily that it's a good movie. It's just that they really enjoy seeing things blowed up. They like the fight scenes, but they're not mm-hmm. looking at um, the dialogue, the lines, um, the scenes. Did it move them emotionally? It's just basically blow up, fight, fight, blow up. He got cut. It's gory. Yeah, they're paying mm-hmm. attention to that kind of stuff, and then it's a good movie. But the Born, the Born series was a good movie, and it had all of that stuff in it too. That's the template mm-hmm. that you need to follow behind, the Born series. That was perfect. Yeah, and that being said, if you know what you're getting into, like you know you're going to watch – it's kind of like watching a Fast and Furious movie, right? If you're a fan of them and you know exactly what you want from it, then that's fine. Uh, I was mm-hmm. expecting a little bit more, but this fills that kind of generic action itch. Mm. Okay. So before I get into um, my film, because it's a um, 
a direct-to-streaming release, which means that it would have been in theaters if it wasn't for this thing called the coronavirus. Um, I saw a report about AMC, and AMC says that they are not opening up anytime soon. The earliest that you will see anything of an AMC unlocking the doors will be in June. So all those movies that you think are going to come out and be blockbuster summer openers in May, you're going to probably catch them on your streaming, or they're going to be postponed until a later date. More than likely, um, this direct-to-streaming has been working out pretty well. I actually like it. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know how it's going to sustain with certain types of movies. I think we talked about this before. Um, certain movies need the theater. They need that big screen. They need the the surround sound. They need that THX experience. Um, yeah. So with that being said, the film that I checked out was called The Hunt, and it stars uh, Betty Gilpin. You know her best probably from... Uh, Glorious Ladies of Wrestling on Netflix. She starred in Glow. Um, Emma Roberts, who is Julia Roberts' niece. And um, Hilary Swank, Oscar Award winning Hilary Swank. And this movie is about uh, 12 people. They wake up kind of like, what's the movie, Uh, Saul style, Uh, in a mystery, not knowing where they are because they were drugged in the wilderness. And they find each other. And when they find each other and they're all collectively together, they are issued somehow, I don't want to give too much, but they get issued weapons. And then the hunt begins because someone just randomly starts shooting at them. And then the story begins to unfold from there. And how the story unfolds, you begin to figure out and see who's actually doing the hunting and who the huntees, who the prey is, who they are, and why they're there. And then in a surprise twist, the hunters then become the hunted. I thought it was good. I thought it was great. Uh, It's a lot of violence. It's a a lot of gore. Uh, It's a lot of action. And uh, it's kind of campy, too, at the same time. There's some, like, clever one-liners and some uh, irony and satire. Uh, I enjoyed it. And it was perfect for direct-to-stream. Very perfect. I don't know necessarily if it would have been a film that I would have, you know, hopped in the ride and went to the theater to see, but it was definitely entertaining. So it's worth, you know, whatever your your streaming price is for direct-to-stream, because I think it varies wherever it is. I saw mine on Amazon. I think it was like $6 or something. So it was definitely worth that. Uh, for me to be able to sit in my PJs and watch it. Um, but, yeah, that's the only film that I saw this weekend because I was working. So, yeah. yeah, definitely check it out. Um, and there's some many more options on there. If you have um, Amazon, if you have, what's the other, Netflix, um, mm-hmm. definitely check out their direct-to-stream. Um, I have to look at a list because they're coming up with the new list for the new month of May and what's going to be on direct stream. You'd be surprised. Some of the movies that you've been waiting for are going to pop up on your streaming service. And if you don't have a streaming service, now would be the time to probably get it. And I'm yeah. more, I, I'm, I'm a little curious as to what this, this direct to stream now is doing for the bootleggers. How are they fanning out with, with all of this? Well, because it kind of cuts the, 
break Go it ahead. down and be breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still doing illegal activities. All right, they find something to do. But um, I will say that um, they're petitioning for those streaming services to waive fees for the next few months. So we'll see if that happens or not. But um, I saw The Pharmacist, which that's one of those things I was like just locked in. I just watched it all in one mm-hmm. second. Um, mm-hmm. That man had, I mean, I get why he did what he did, but he had nothing but time on his hands. Uh, <laughs> but that was, it was good. It was really good. <laughs> and then I saw, I, I broke down and I paid my 302 to watch The Clark Sisters because um, I don't have life, Lifetime. But I watched that on mm-hmm. Saturday night. And that was actually really good. That was like a really yeah, good was. Um, TV movie. And then um, mm-hmm. it was one more thing I saw. Oh, I finished up the uh, Little Fires Everywhere with uh, mm-hmm. Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon. That show is so good. My sister, she saw that I had posted that I had watched it. So she binge watched it. And she was texting me. I was in the grocery store trying to grocery shop. She was texting me about the show, how good <laughs> it was and how she could relate to certain things. And that is, that is a, I can't wait for season two. I hope they have a season two. But all all those are really good, really good. That's that's a Hulu one, right? Yeah, that's Hulu. Yep, yep. And if so, you have, and if you even, have Sprint, if, Hulu is free. If you have Sprint. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah, that's how. So I, that's you, you enjoyed the pharmacist. There's another documentary on Netflix called. Oh man, what is it called? Uh, how? It's do not Waco, you, is it? Oh. No, not Waco. It has something to do with the with drugs. And the um, the uh, the the forensic uh, pharmacist, and they basically um, investigate uh, the drugs that people are confiscated from people when they're in a crime. Mm. And basically, their job is to uh, ascertain if the drug is authentic or not. And they sign an affidavit saying that the drug is authentic, and they send that to the courts. And that that is where actually gets the person on the drug charge convicted, not necessarily because the cop said so, but because the forensic uh, drug analysis comes back positive. Mm. Well, this story follows a woman. She was a drug scientist. She was working at the lab, and oh, she I saw basically... That. I saw that. You saw that. Yeah, I saw what that. is the name of that? I don't know the name of it, but I saw it. She was uh, doing the drugs that she was testing. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you have Tiger King, then you have Evil Genius, yep. and then you have this show, whatever this is, under that. That's yeah. the order that they come in. Bizarre, crazy, and yes. insane. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, I'm excited that next week we're all going to be on video. We'll be able to see each other. And you don't have to necessarily have one pants. Just you know, I just have to say, Stephen, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I have to say this. Because, you know, this is my, my comedic moment right here. I just, in case you don't know, Mr. Stephen Knight is our boss. Stephen Knight show is his show. He controls the situation 100%. And I just want you to know that he waited until coronavirus to put us on live stream. No one had haircuts. No one is shaved. No one is looking camera ready. Thank you so much, Mr. Stephen Knight. Well, no, it was funny. It was funny when I when I broke the news to Janera. She said, "Oh no, 
said, what? I said, she said, now I have to comb my hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it. No, it was, it was, oh, my God. It was interesting. I'll tell you, um, you know, we do our interviews sometimes and not always um, live. But I was doing an interview, and this was, this was something I did. So we had this politician had reached out to us in Portland to interview him. And so we had scheduled it for last Friday at 3.30 um, Pacific time. Me, I guess coronavirus got in my head. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, we're doing an interview at 12.30. You know, <laughs> Atlanta, you know, Eastern <laughs> time. So I prepared and I had to cut my hair and I did all that stuff. And I was sitting up here waiting. I said, yeah, call in. I was like, okay, that's all right. And so we were, I was getting ready for my Zoom happy hour on Friday. And at 6.30, I had to check my email. Are we still on? <laughs> so I had to run upstairs <laughs> and do the interview. But um, but it, it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, that's our boss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, guys, thank Good you job, so Steven. much for letting us know what to spend our time on and what not to. Hope you stay safe, and uh, we'll see we'll see you, see you next week. Sounds good. All right. Alright. Right back after this. Yeah.
like this. Like I might share my location on nice shit. Nice shit. You don't wanna see me go broke. I will never carry no gun. gun. I don't need no burner, no stove. You don't wanna see me get cold. I just wanna see you fold. All this can't get old. Dog, we gon' see what's up. We gon' see what's good. We gon' see what's up. Make it understood. Dog, we gon' see what's up. We gon' see what's good. We gon' see what's up. Don't step in my hood, dog. We gon' see what's up. We gon' see what's good. We gon' see what's up. Make it understood, dog. We gon' see what's up. We gon' see what's good. We gon' see what's up. Don't step in my hood, dog. This is Ron, and you are listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Well, listen, that's our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We can't wait for you to see us next week as we bring on our video uh, recordings. And uh, be safe, wash your hands, and we'll see you next Monday. Good night. Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com.